0: Hi, my name is Jamie Lynch, and you are listening to Eating Habits, my podcast about everything restaurants. I will explore the human element of the hospitality business, and I'll talk to the who's who in restaurants, explore their stories, and hear what's on their minds in the ever-changing landscape of the food and beverage industry. Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Eating Habits podcast. And I'm your host, Jamie Lynch. Before we get into this week's episode, I'd like to invite all of you to check out a special event I'm doing this Thursday at Church and Union Charlotte. The event is called the Louisiana Culinary Trails. Special dinner. I'm collaborating with a chef Lyle Broussard from Lake Charles, Louisiana. We've got a collaborative menu, four courses, or you can order the courses a la carte. It was a lot of fun to collab with him. We will be cooking together on Thursday night. It'll be fun to be able to meet all of you, chat about the um, the dishes and our collaboration, talk about the cuisine from Lake Charles, Louisiana, Um, and anything else you guys want to want to talk about get some selfies whatever so please call up the restaurant go on open table and get your seats before there are none left hope to see you there enjoy this week's episode i'm here hanging
1: out doing a little podcast my name is jeff tony Dandel.
2: Um, and I, My name is Jamie Brown. Uh, we are a married couple here. We're in the restaurant business. It's good, but, good um, to tell
0: people we're married.
2: Yes, uh, we've been married for almost 17 years. And
0: you didn't take the name. I
2: didn't take the name. We
1: just put that in our uh, staff handbook. That It was because <laughs> it it it's, it's like partners, you know, you, know, you know, Jamie and Jeff, and then we're like,
0: and, and they're married. And they're married. <laughs> yeah, they're not like and, partners. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. or business partners, and, and, yeah. but they're actually yeah. Just partners. to clarify, yeah. Yeah. yes. <laughs> so did you did you not take the name because you couldn't pronounce it?
2: Mostly, I I'm, well, a couple things. I don't love the idea of all the paperwork that goes with it, so that was part of it for yeah. sure. I was
1: just flat out <laughs> the some, admin related. Really well, that's <laughs> some paperwork. I didn't feel <laughs> justified in like doing for her either, like. Right. You're gonna take my name. Right. I got this, you know, honey. Yeah. Let me go ahead yeah. and fill out the paperwork.
2: Yeah, exactly. So- but also, I think like I've always been Jamie Brown, uh-huh. and I feel like women now can do whatever they want. So yeah. I just thought, let's be a trailblazer and let's do something yeah. a little different. You, you, and keep you can my name. do whatever
1: you want. You can. can't, you? you can do whatever
2: yeah. you want, and yeah. yeah, it's just I think people are allowed to do that it, throughout. You know, Europe, there's a lot. Many women don't take their husbands' names, and I see it more and more. And it's always. I feel like I look up to a lot of the women who um, haven't changed their name. I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of woman I want to be. You nice. Know, stand on your own two feet.
0: I like Are it. You? How's that? Not that it has to get political. Right? Do you, do you get to, so does she stand on the two feet and you ride on the back? Is that like <laughs> yeah, that's is she, is she carrying you, Jess? Is that that's, what's going that's on? That's
1: how it, that's how it goes. If you see our, you know. Company culture and stuff. It, there's a lot of really strong women in very high places, and I pretty much just do whatever they tell me to do. I love that. And I'm really that's good true. at it. That's what I. That's what I do.
0: We have a lot of strong women in our group as well. It, like I, they far outnumber the men. In, in our from, from like an executive level. Um, yeah. And even like our chefs, we have a lot of female chefs too that mm-hmm. work for us. So that's that's great. It brings a
2: different dynamic than how it was 15 years ago.
0: A hundred percent.
2: And that. That they can carry on with a, res- a restaurant career or a career in hospitality and be able to have children or raise a family, like that's something that's really unique too. that it, has not They're always been all the
1: case. way more capable than I am. <laughs> so you know, it's 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 just it's awesome.
0: So what so what do you do then? That's yeah. The thing. Like if they're that's, all if they're I, all carrying the weight, what do, I, Jeff? What I, are you doing?
1: I I don't know. I usually just end up I get I get this like the stuff at the end that nobody wants to touch, and you have to do a whole bunch of problem solving on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm like okay well I'll, I'll sit down and figure this out but that that's all I, I have a few tasks that just nobody wants to touch yeah. and then and, then, he and then, really but that's it
2: acts now I mean he he he, he and Chris Roginski, our executive chef at Supperland run all the culinary across all of the places and then um, really Jeff's like very much our, our CFO you know what mm-hmm. I mean so he yeah. just makes sure you know taxes and finances are all in order and 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 that's something that a lot of like I do not want to touch that. Yeah, I, I mean, need either. somebody to do that.
1: And I'm I'm in the process of trying to hand off the culinary too of you know oh, really? like uh, to to Chris and working working through all that and just to even free myself up more because he's yeah. he's better at it. Yeah. Um, so as soon as he gets the whole branding piece and you know I can just kind of have that big. Overarching strategy. It's it's
0: it's going well. Some of that part, partly the idea guy. That's like. Is that what you
2: find you're doing more? I know you're sometimes in the kitchen, but yeah,
0: I'm mentoring a lot. Like so, my my main focus right now is the chefs. It's trying to get the chefs comfortable in their own skins, using their cooking voice, using their own like management styles to, to run the stores, you know? And
1: yours is more, that's more of a manage, management piece and, and growing them from a management perspective yeah. rather than like the, the food right. strategy.
0: Yeah, and, and the food's part of it. Like a lot of it is like food theory, like we talk about, because it's important. One thing that I think we're doing that's unique is um, Church and Union is expanding into other markets, but it's not it's not the same restaurant. If you go okay. to Church and yeah. Union in so, Charleston, and you go a- to Church and Union here, you're the getting, menus are not. The same. And you're giving each
1: exec chef just the ability to kind of.
0: To, to create the menu. And, and so we have a framework, right, of the concept that I want them to kind of work within. Um, but I want them to have their own kind of style and cooking voice. So that is a challenge. Mm-hmm. How do you have a concept that you know it's the same no matter where you walk into, but the menu is completely different. The chef's different. There's a different style to the, the cuisine. Yeah. And so that's been a super challenge because I don't know of any other multi unit place that does that. No,
2: that's right. very, very unique. And well, I think what's it's, the
0: point of having multi units if they're all making different it's stuff? It's not efficient. Yeah. Right?
2: It's like, it's not efficient. right? Yeah.
0: But to me, this is the hospitality business, not the restaurant business. Right. So I'm not about pumping out as much yep. chicken sandwiches as I can make. we're about creating experience.
2: We've started saying over the last several years, we're not in the restaurant business, we're in the entertainment business. (laughs) Nice. You know, which um, it's similar to Mm -hmm. that. And yes, there's that hospitality piece, but it is people are dining out for very different reasons. People Mm -hmm. have so much more money than they've had in the past and they want to come for an experience and they want to feel what it feels like to be in that place and have that like nowhere else. And that's something I think you might be tapping into with, Having church and union have such different concepts in right. each one that you know you can go here and then go here and you get this totally different feel. Yeah, and so we really, really push unique. like
0: we really push our our front of the house staff, and our servers and bartenders, to kind of bring their own personality to the table. For, yeah, for right? sure. Yeah, like yeah we don't I think have, that's
1: what. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, in, on yeah. board with that. There's no
0: script, right? It's not like we have our you know we have our steps of service, right? Like all these things have to be done from the time somebody shows up to the time they leave. But it kind of how you do it. You know that's up to you.
1: Well, one of our one of our big things too is you know we have very casual dress codes. It's like mm-hmm. you have to wear a white shirt. We don't care what it is, yeah, what it style. Just, it just has. You can be a t-shirt. It can be you know buttoned Whatever you yeah. want to wear, the apron and jeans. And meanwhile, you could be having a table. You know, especially at supperland, it's a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars a person. Yeah. And you have nothing to hide behind but your knowledge. You, mm-hmm. You're not walking up with white gloves and a tuxedo. Right. And and you just have to. You know, you're basically just walking up there and throwing down and be like, "I got you guys tonight," yeah. and I can, and I can do this Let's in my go. in my white shirt because yeah. because yeah exactly because <laughs> I know I know all of this stuff <laughs> backward and forward and and yeah. you know it's a big big part of kind of what we you know believe in so yeah. that's um, awesome ro- roll up throw your tattoos down yeah. and. Um, <laughs> Do
0: you guys have a lot of tatted up uh, servers over well, there? Well,
1: we're, we're all in Plaza Midwood and yeah. Noda and, you know, we, we love it over there. Yeah. Um, and uh, that that's kind of our culture and people. And so
0: let's talk about, I want to talk a little bit about, I want to get to the culture thing. I want to talk yeah. more about that because I think that that is so important. And that's a lot of what the podcast is about, right? It's the culture of it. Uh, but let's real quick for, for the people that are listening. How did you guys get started in, in hospitality and restaurants? Because you guys are not... You know you didn't come I'm up. Typical. You, yeah, you're not the you don't have the typical story of like, you know, you know, grandma cooked for you and then that like you had to become a grandma chef. did cook for us though. Right. Yeah. We, yeah. You know well I mean? she always did. <laughs> yes. right. But
2: yes. <laughs> Yeah, we have very unique food backgrounds where like as children he grew up in a home where his mother didn't cook at all. It was mm-hmm. all well, like She tried to. She tried so it's, or it's, was it's out not cooking. Right? I'm not judging her, I get it. This is yeah. lot going on. Yeah. Um, and I grew up in a household where um, food was um, very unusual. I was raised on a macrobiotic diet um, because my father had gotten sick and so he changed his diet and all of us changed too. Um, so food was very different for us growing up mm-hmm. and it wasn't something that, you don't want to eat the food that I grew up eating. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I will spare you all from that. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but as time went, I think really our story is one about having a dream. Jeff has always loved hospitality that was the industry that he was in when he was doing sponsorship for a nascar company here in town oh cool um i was always in the food business oddly but at lance snack foods very Uh, different wow so it was food how do you end up
0: there from
2: i had gotten my mba and i went and um wanted to be in product management so i went that route and so it was you know packaging design and new product development getting um, items from, you know, the test kitchen out to market. So mm-hmm. very different, but he had this, he had this kind of crazy dream of opening a restaurant. That
1: dream that's, gets us
0: all think, uh, it, at it, some level.
1: It does. And I think coming at it, I, I have this huge passion for food and, and I think we've learned when someone's like, yeah, I cook at home and you're like, that's the worst reason to open a restaurant. But yeah. I think you have to have that passion mm-hmm. in like underlying, but I think the, the hospitality is really what drove me into getting into this, even though I always, like, love cooking and I'm super into it. And mm-hmm. that, you know, was a big driver of what we, we did and where we went and all, all those things. But having this wanting to curate experiences for people and give them um, a great night out and um, that whole that whole piece, driving everything, I think is the key to, you know, getting into this business
0: right. right well so what about that curating the experience excites you guys like why is that important to you I
2: think we've always lived a very adventuresome life mm-hmm. um, you know we both had these very corporate jobs but uh, a year after we got married we put all of our stuff in storage and we left with a backpack on our back for almost nine months just to go see the world. We went all around Europe, we went to Asia, and that experience, I think, really opened our eyes towards what Uh could be and just the, the beauty and the value that humanity can get out of experiences around food or travel and, you know, that's when we came back. Is when he took me to dinner one night and said, "No, I really do actually want to open a restaurant." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and
0: yeah. Yeah. I know I mentioned it, but I'm actually serious. sorry. We talked a lot about it. It
2: was so exciting and dreamy, but you're like we were on this trip, and yeah. that's it's so fun. But was, then you come it okay back. It's okay to talk and,
1: about it on the trip, but not at home. Not
2: at home. You <laughs> shut no, no, your no, mouth. No,
0: now we got to do yeah. real stuff. Like real time stuff. Like, yeah. And I
2: think that's what's different. I think most people have those same voices in their head, whatever it is that they want to do, mm-hmm. and. It's kind of allowing yourself to do the things that light you up. Mm. And I think a lot of people um, cover that because they go become an attorney and they want to wear a business schedule. They want to have the perfect job and, you know, make people happy make themselves happy, provide for their family. But I think every one of us has this, that sense of adventure within us. Yeah. If you can just tap into it
0: and let it Yes, happen. I, I, I always... Oh, I love that. That's a, such a great reason to do what you guys are doing.
1: Yeah. You know, and and now I I think a a huge driver and I overuse the word with the staff fun Mm -hmm. over all the time because (laughs) um, that's what I think we really care about is like when we're building Supperland, it's I want this place to be the most fun steakhouse in Southern steakhouse or, you know, however you want to describe (laughs) it, but the most fun steakhouse in the country. Mm -hmm. And it's and that's why like. I want it to have windows and I yeah. you know, I want it to have cool right. music and, yeah. and have this vibe and, yeah, let's spend a whole bunch of money on a big fire grill and, yep. ha, you know, have some cool atmosphere. And it makes
2: it more fun for us if we're thinking about what the guest wants. Mm-hmm. If, you know, we know, okay, they want this whole experience to be really, really fun, enjoyable. This is about them, you know... Enter, being entertained and mm-hmm. really like uh, experiencing something. And so then in the build out process like we really try to make that be a part of it. We love building out restaurants. It's yeah. so yeah. much fun. It brings us so much joy in the process. And then you end up with this baby at the end that's yeah. so beautiful. And, and then, then you have then to raise it for ad- 20
0: years. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've right. got I've got one that's <laughs> over 10 years and it's like, "Well, so do you?" You yeah. guys got. Yeah. Um Well, we well, had the,
2: we had crepe cellar yeah, which and was she, 13. It
0: a little love right you gotta yeah. put a little refit you have on to it sometimes yeah. do that yeah we're thinking about that for for charlotte actually we're thinking about doing a massive
2: what are you thinking about doing everything
0: Is... okay. i mean i think my patrick my partner said something about an open kitchen i was like are you out of your mind <laughs> i was like bro, bro. <laughs> yeah like, like open back kitchen's back. a whole not like that you know but i think I don't know if we'll go down that route. We're still kind of, we're discussing what we need to do, but it just needs, it needs a facelift. She's, she's been, you know, working hard for, for 10 years. So, you know, the floors are beat. And that, that's, that's
1: where, to that's where you know. we were with Crepe Cellar. You know, we have this restaurant. profitable 14 straight years. Yeah. And then you, and you're just like, well, we need to put money into it. We, yeah. you know, we own the space. So it's, it's also a different dynamic. It's mm-hmm. a much more... Long-term thing that we're in right. for you know a, a huge bit of time. So we're like, if we're gonna put money into it, let's you know just let's, let's go, go blow, it blow it up
0: and do yeah. something really cool. I haven't been in there since the refit. How is you it? like it. you come it, anytime? Okay. Text yeah. us and yeah. come
2: over. It, they've done such a great job. The team is just, I mean, the the build out itself was uh, an incredible experience because we did a little bit as Crepe Seller was closing, and then we closed for five weeks, and literally it was just this. Yeah. Massive manic dash to get that thing open. Yeah, um, we kept everybody on staff paid during that time, which yep. was, you can imagine, just yep. y- you know how fast everybody can lose their shirts. F- <laughs> So fast. so fast, holy smokes! We had hoped yes. it would be three weeks. It was yeah. five. The team is doing an awesome job. You know, it's all homemade yeah. pastas, and um, we just launched a, a large-scale um, to-go menu too, so that you can order like take-and-bake lasagna or yeah. pre-made homemade pastas and all that kind of stuff. Cool. So it,
1: it still has the, right the coziness that you know yeah. used to come in and mm-hmm. sit at the end of the bar. and still, but it still has that. But now it's like, yeah, it's just brighter and yeah,
2: it's um, great it, cocktails, and just awesome of house yeah. staff, like just good
0: team yeah yeah it's like we did a minor so the minor refit that we did at church and union kind of we were like we were changing the brand right from yeah. five church to church and union we wanted to like refresh it and kind of add some new stuff for people so we changed out like the furniture i think it's the easy way right like change all the bar stools change things that people are just used to, like they won't really notice but it'll be enough that they're like this is yeah something's different we changed out some light fixtures and you know refresh some of that and then we did that giant mural so we have like the the vestibule that separates the restroom area from the main dining room. And we basically had like all the artists that have done work for us in the past come and each do one of Aesop's fables on this mural. And it's so cool. Oh, Um, that's fun. And they're all completely different. They're all totally different style. It's very, just kind of like pop art, like crazy, Um, which is nice because it kind of, you know, our, our decor is very like kind of, black and white and we got the art of war and it's very kind of like industrial artist kind of goes crazy type in there so to have these like kind of pop art thing jump out at you it it kind of like shocks people into this new experience oh that's awesome yeah Yeah. yeah, Yeah, i I like it a lot
2: it's really
0: fun but now we're you know 10 years later we're like we gotta we gotta like change some things you know the space like i think rearranging the space a little bit would be yeah. cool like
2: well you've learned a lot over these years of like where where are the pinch points where do you think people would enjoy there's time more yep. casually versus you know sit down and
0: and i don't know if you guys experienced this but when we opened five church we didn't have any money Oh, that's oh. the like, thing. <laughs> like we, had no money. we opened crepe Cellar with just eleven tables. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because you couldn't start. afford the other six, right? right? right. Like, well, like, we can that. only get eleven. Let's get eleven. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> How many can we afford? Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I mean, so like a lot of a lot of that design was out of just like lack of funding to do anything else, right? So we made it work. And I so think, it
2: never looked like that, though. It never felt like no, that.
0: No, yeah, they yeah. did. They did an awesome job did. of putting it together. Yeah, um, just
1: yeah, just to put that into perspective, I think the grill that we have at Supperland was <laughs> maybe ten or fifteen thousand dollars less than the whole entire Billed opening out yeah. filled out budget, everything that we put into Crepe Cellar. That's amazing. Like yeah. it's, it's crazy. But it was
2: all, we opened in two thousand nine. <laughs> crepe right. Cellar yep. opened then, and um, it was the recession. Yep. Um, try asking people for money. Yeah. For a restaurant, it, yeah. Well, yeah. we
0: we tried in two thousand and twelve, <laughs> right? Which was not not there yet. Either. No,
2: yes. Yeah. So now it's a lot easier to to get all of that worked up and get yeah. money to go forward. But boy, that first part it was like. Yeah.
0: Well, and you also don't have a track record, right? Okay. It's right. like yeah. like yeah. Like, no. like I've been trying. We I, chefs. Yeah, <laughs> I've been trying to no, open a, a restaurant for since I moved to Charlotte in two thousand and two. So oh, I moved here right, right after 9-11. That was like my introduction to the market here i was like i gotta go i was in new york i was like "Eh, yeah out of here and so like i got down here and i was like with my best friend who was culinary school chef buddy and i was like let's do our own place like let's do something small chefy like whatever and we had no money i mean i was a line cook i was a chef (laughs) in new york like i had no cash like i think i had like a hundred dollars in my pocket i was like all right i'm screwed (laughs) sleeping (laughs) on my buddy's couch you know um so we couldn't get money and fell into just like rebuilding my reputation and all that stuff here because nobody yeah, Right, you were in, you were. yeah, so yeah. You had to start over. You know, so we had to start over and coming up like nobody wanted to invest. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah. To open anything, like nobody oh, wanted to give you a shot. Nobody wanted to like trust. Yeah. How
2: did you, how did you make it happen?
0: My business partners found me. So I was working at the, at the time I was working for Bruce Moffat at, um, at Barrington's so I'd been with him for about three years running Barrington's as he he had just opened he was opening good food good food yeah and so he hired me to come okay. in and kind of do the Barrington's thing so I was running that restaurant for about three years and Bruce and I had been talking about maybe doing something I, I had been talking to him about doing it. I was like hey Bruce Get, yeah uh, open I'll, me a I'll restaurant yeah. like uh, yeah. let's yeah. let's do this That's together good. and he was like uh-uh like that's yeah. not his model. He's like, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's got a very specific model. And so that wasn't happening. I, one of my business partners, I knew from the neighborhood. Oh, he, was a, he was a designer, nightclub guy or whatever. We kind of been out drinking together, that kind of thing. We both rode motorcycles, that kind of thing. And so Patrick and Alejandro had the idea to do something on their own. They, had, they were running Butter Nightclub. Okay. And so they were like, why not us? Right? Like we're here running yeah. all these businesses for these people, making them a ton of money. And There's right, no benefits right, right. for us. There's no ownership for us. Right. There's yeah, the no... upside of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that they kind of sourced me out and um, were like, "Hey, would you ever want to do something?" And I was like, "Bing." <laughs> like, like, That's what, what, I, this is what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "You want me to run a restaurant for you?" I was like, "Fuck that." And they're like, "No, why not us? Like, why don't yeah. you partner? Like, what kind of food do you want to do? What do you want? To... Like, because they right. didn't know. Yeah. Pat and Alejandro had no experience in restaurants. Okay. You know, they didn't have really a vision. For what that would look like, mm-hmm. um, they just wanted to do a hospitality thing, and they wanted to run it. They wanted to control it. They wanted to be able to tell the story. And so, you know, when I kind of we just kind of talked it out. I did a tasting for them, and I was like, "This is my vision for what I would do. Right? This is my cooking voice." And they're like, "Fuck yeah, let's go. Let's we, do it. Yeah, so I we, like it." Yeah. That's
2: pretty crazy, though, that it worked out like that. Because yeah. a lot of times, you know, and I know we struggle with this too. You know, they've built a lot of their. Uh, brand equity around you and I yep. know you're you're an owner of it. So it's yeah. it's perfectly fine But this has worked out really well
0: for all of you. Yes. Yes, just, I, I think mean, it's hard and, to find Yeah, and I think a lot of that was like, you know early on so I got I got sweat equity Right it was like my way to ownership because I was never gonna have any money. I paid I tell everybody that like I love I love I love and hate this fact, but like, so my salary when we opened as the executive chef owner was fifty five thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. and then the rest was your sweat equity. Was sweat right. with sweat equity into the yeah. business, right? So I took that's a, what a, the dishwashers, get, dishwashers get paid now. Yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> oh my so yeah, my dish good. my, my dishwashers are making close to that. Right, right now, which, which is, is amazing. amazing. And I'm and super proud of that.
1: If you have, it's awesome. But if you have overtime, you
0: like, yeah. E- easy. Yeah, it's great, you, you know? know? And then invested over time. And so there was a very structured way for me to earn into ownership, which was great, because it gave me goals. It gave me, like, I was never gonna have the money to do it, getting paid that, right? Right, so, yeah. And, and we had to pay ourselves like that because we were starting a new business yeah. with yeah. no yeah. money. And you're yeah. like, yeah. we just need to make sure this thing goes, right? This is the future. and so. You know, that has been such an important part of our mantra, right? Is like, why not us? There's only we, right? Like without, without them, this thing doesn't go.
1: And, right? and If what it's a, just me in
0: the kitchen, this thing doesn't go. What right, a right, right. Like, yeah. cool
1: job you did in a, in a spot that historically was, oh. was yeah. failing and, yeah. Yeah. and turned over and, and you just brought so much energy and professionalism to this part of yep. downtown yeah. and spurred on. Well, you know.
0: guys do a lot of that same thing, right? Like, so one of the exciting things for us is to find an undervalued piece of the market, right? And and we like, now we're, we're able, we have more money, so we can do like some historical stuff too. We like historical buildings, mm-hmm. as I noticed right. you yeah, guys do you, too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Interesting. So like, what is it about that?
2: I, I think probably the biggest thing is that you walk in the door that there's already character there. Right. There you yeah. don't have to like pretend or put something up on the yeah, wall. it's not a
0: it's facade.
2: Already there. Yeah. There's a story to lean into and
1: sense of place already driven into mm-hmm. the restaurant. Yeah. It it, yeah, it's great. And I think, besides the fun and the curating, mm-hmm. the developing. One of the things I wanted to do was, you know, kind of be in, like, city development and, like, improve. We love Charlotte and just mm-hmm. make it, this is our home and improve the, the city. And I, I think we're able to do that by starting restaurants in these neighborhoods and being a part of the neighborhood. That brings us tons of joy and yeah. um, and lots of friends. And, it yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. That, that, that's a big part of, I think, of our company culture and, and what we're trying to do. And the funny thing. Thing was I, I listened to a podcast with uh, Michael Simon, the Iron Chef from mm-hmm. Cleveland,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he said, "You know, the problem with restaurant tours is we only can scrounge enough money to open the restaurant." Right, and he said, "I would be a billionaire if I actually could own the space, own the restaurant, and buy a little bit of land around where you know because." Because yes. he is transformational for the city right. of Cleveland. Yep. you know he's gone oh. into these underserved places, and then it's like the hippest yeah. part of town. Neighborhoods
0: blow up around yeah. those concepts, <laughs> yeah. and yeah.
1: you're like, you're like, yeah, that that's that kind of work is amazing. And I think mm-hmm. you know we do it in a much smaller sense of, you know. Yep. But um, it's pretty pretty cool to watch the yeah. these neighborhoods and stuff grow, watch Charlotte grow.
0: Totally. I, I mean, I, I love that, and it's, I mean, it speaks to. I mean, it speaks to kind of the ethos of what restaurants are about, right? Like restaurants are to restore, right? To take care of people to whatever. So they'll restore a neighborhood, restore a whatever and bring bring life back to maybe a, an area that, you know, needs it. I think it's super important. Do you guys start there? Where how do you start the process, right? Like where where does this like is it like, you know what? I need, to, I need to have a pasta shop. Like, I love me so, some pasta.
2: You know, honestly, like, we never start with the concept. Okay. We start with what. what is the, the building, where is the place. So, mm-hmm.
0: so, you find the spot, like, the yes, spot speaks to you. And then we
2: figure out what to put in that mm-hmm. spot. So, um, with this new project that we're working on, which is in the, the former Bonterra building. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. So, Bonterra uh, had been operating there in Dilworth for 22 years. Yeah. They just closed up last year in December john duncan has moved the concept out to phillips place and they just reopened a couple weeks ago but um we are going into that building it's a 1915 church super old for for charlotte you know we've got a few 1800s churches around Mm -hmm. in uptown but that's a very old one there and really it we had no idea this was even going to possibly cross our radar and there were some strange fortuitous events that happened and eventually there it was in our lap and we're like we have to take, we have to take this project. Yeah. We were not, we were in the middle hate of when building that out yeah. it right. <laughs> you know happens. you're like, uh-huh. no, This got is amazing. It. Yeah. But yet you have, yeah, you best. have to do something yeah. because. It's, it's horrifying when it
0: happens, but it's like such a blessing when you, when you, it, when it, you it, take it. the risk and you're like, yes.
2: all right, we, we do had it. just opened, you know, Supperland had opened a year before and then we just switched Crepe Cellar over to Ever Andalos. We're in the middle of that. And then bam, here's this gift. Yep. Here's another one. Okay. Now what? You know, so. Shuffling so a lot much, of so my yeah. buddy yeah.
1: sent me a picture the other day and it was it was three years prior to Supperland opening, and he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, I'm sitting in this building trying to figure out what we're gonna do." Yeah. And it was me sitting on a and he came he was like he was like I'm in the neighborhood I'll go stop by yeah and check it out so he he comes in there and I'm sitting in the middle of this demoed old church just a complete disaster there's just dust everywhere and stuff. yeah. Like terrible, and I have my folding chair just sitting, and I'm yeah. just and he's trying. Like, to. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, oh, "I've just been sitting here for yeah. about two it's hours." It's gonna come to me eventually if me I sit so here long off. enough.
0: Yeah, the Buddha did it. Yeah, <laughs> like, It exactly. might take me ten years. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. So, why a steakhouse? Why Southern Steakhouse? What did? How so, did
1: that... I, I think a lot of a lot of the stuff that we do, you can kind of see our life journey together, where. Um, you see in, in Haberdish where we were, I had a conversation with Jamie. I was like, you know, we've been here for 20 years. And she's like, no, no, we haven't. And I was like, we started Davidson, you know, 20 years ago we've been in this part of... Uh, that might be a Jamie thing because I do the, the same thing. Okay. Yeah, of the, of time uh, passes. She's sure
0: like, exactly. we've been together for longer than I'm <laughs> yeah. like, really? Yeah. I feel like and, we just started and, <laughs>
1: Yeah, so we <laughs> then set out to kind of really explore Charlotte cuisine. So we, you know, started, you know, going to Gastonia and Mount Airy and um, really figuring out, well, you know, what influence do we have from the Piedmont? What do we have from Appalachia? What do we have from the Low Is, and, and how has the travel routes really affected, you know, what's been brought here? And so did all this research and we're like, okay, so we're, you know, we're going to do a, a southern place and mm-hmm. ended up loving, you know, fried chicken and kind of basing it on that. But a lot of the backbone of, of all the stuff in there is like art just traveling around and being like, this is where we live now and have a house and children, and this is our sense of place. And then, even as recently as Everondolo, that was during the pandemic, we got uh, Italian citizenship for myself and for my kids. So, you know, now I have two passports and all this stuff. So, tracing back to my homeland and mm-hmm. the town that my family's from, cool. and kind of really. Um, Integrating that in, investigating that harder. And then, yeah. and then you see a, re- a restaurant pops yeah. up. And that then I surprised. think, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think. And then, um, you know, I think Supperland was a lot of uh, me having a midlife crisis and um, wanting. A grill. A lot of, just yeah, a lot of people. You, you probably get <laughs> a motorcycle uh, yeah. or yeah. Yeah. whatever. He's not allowed to have a of mo- motorcycle. Mine a sailboat.
2: Yeah, just he a, a sailboat. Okay, yeah, yeah, That's and, fine. yeah. yeah. And, and and so, <laughs> so he I wanted a
1: fourteen foot grill. I okay. got a fourteen foot six figure grill. Yeah, <laughs> and the you know it's it's you great. Better grill some stuff. E- exactly, well, we, we spend that much money on a grill. Right, our grill and, and some uh, stuff. so it's right. an awesome midlife crisis because yeah. it now it pays the bills yep. and um, the investors paid for it too. Yeah. So um, you know it's it was it's just a, a yeah. wonderful synergy yeah. there.
0: Yeah. So but so is that is that the 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 focal point? of the cuisine there at Supperland? Is it the, the grills? We say
2: Southern Steakhouse meets Church Potluck. And that's the whole idea yeah. of the grounding something in um, in its space right. itself. Um, and I think one of the things that it can be to a detriment or can be very positive is that we don't have a restaurant background, mm-hmm. which means we don't look at things the mm-hmm. same way. And I think sometimes that can really help. Um, just like you might look at media totally differently mm-hmm. than somebody else might, you know? Right. And um, so not being afraid to be like, yeah, let's do something different. Let's, let's look at this cuisine of church potlucks, which um, seems so pedestrian mm-hmm. and, and, and fairly lame. But there is so much beauty, nostalgia, incredible flavor components, interesting ingredients that come from these dishes that um, did come from our childhood, or you know yeah. that, that we did remember, um, or that you know we've seen here in the South. Um, but separately and more than anything uh, is, um, a reinvention of what a steakhouse is in our minds. Mm-hmm. You know, I think steakhouses have always been like this old boys club, or at least in our minds, you know, it is yeah, dark, yeah. it's dark, um, it's, you know, very classic menu and all that. Right. And so how can we take that and create it into a space that's welcoming to all, and that you can wear whatever you want to go there. You see women in gowns, you see people in t-shirts, um, you know, reinventing the idea of hospitality in a steakhouse where there's gigantic windows and the walls are, are very unique. You've got dropped chandeliers and just creating an environment that is um, maybe flips the steakhouse idea on its head.
1: Yeah. I think you're selling them. We might actually get them to come. Yeah, I'm actually gonna
0: go. Well, I was going to hit you guys up. I was oh, actually. He just wanted a reservation. No, no, no. I was. Well, I owe, I owe him a few. And seven. Well, I'll okay. tell you, I, I was going to ask you guys because I, I do want to go. I, I might want right. to go tonight. Okay. Because you're oh, yes, you, you, yes. you're really good at what you do. And you, I'm, I'm so yeah, I need to check this out. Um, no, because you know I actually did that. Um, I did an episode with Brian Baxter in Nashville. He's the chef at Catbird Seat, and so and I'd never eaten his food. We just got together. I met him at a chef thing. You yeah, know, we did a chef event together, and I was like, I re- I dig this guy. I like like I like his focus and like what he's about, but I don't know anything about him. So I interviewed him. Because I wanted to talk to him, I wanted to like pick his right. brain and to, find to out what, the, what he's about. Yeah, what yeah, this guy's like about. It. And um, and we hit it off. And I really I was into his story and, and like his his food kind of theory. And uh, I was like, man, I gotta I gotta eat your food, like because we did this event together, but we were working together. I didn't right. like and taste, even event food's not really. Yeah, it's, it's not, not. Yeah, not you're collaborating. Thing. It's not yeah. really your thing. Yeah. And so so I went to Capri Seat, man. And like my perspective after getting to talk to him, like I really got it. Right, like it was like profound, like and it you're was like, a tasting. This is what you're trying
1: to do. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, I was my mind was like kind of frazzled. Like, yeah. His his food is very particular, and and everything's you know specific. But be, having the conversation and having it kind of fresh in my mind, and then eating through the tasting menu, I was like, okay. I. Get it. Yeah, I had like one of those I got it moments, and it was yeah. really cool. So I was like, oh, and and it helped me kind of do like an intro to the podcast because I was like, okay. This is this is what you guys should get from this, right? yeah, Because because I, right. I just had this whole experience, yeah, yeah. right, and I can tell you kind of how it went for me, and it was a lot of fun. But,
2: That's neat. Well,
0: just yeah. text us. All right, I'll, I'll hit you. Up. So now you got another. You have another church spot. Church. It's so weird. Uh, now? Yeah. We're both yeah. channeling yeah. How many churches. Can, can, You're channeling churches yeah. Yeah. too. Now, now yeah. we're gonna have to. You guys are yeah. one upping me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Well, I've got I've got an 1800s hotel is my next. I love it yeah in Denver that's pretty dope
1: that's pretty awesome it's gonna
2: be fun you're it's, gonna do the restaurant concept we're doing for the, the hotel. restaurant concept
0: it's not a hotel anymore it's now like a little office building okay um, but the, the the corner spot that we got is on the ground floor ground and basement and it's it's a, I can't remember what year but it's like 18 I want to 70 maybe or something so It's cool. an old building. Yeah, silly. it's like Gold Rush times. Yeah, so I was going to say, it. that's Super early us. Cool. Yeah. And so so you can, I'm much the way you guys are, where it's like, okay, we're in this spot now. Now, like, my gears are starting to go, like, okay, what's going on in Gold Rush era? You're going to have like, some yeah.
2: bison on that menu. We're going to have some bison, 100%. <laughs> like, there's no way. 100%. I mean,
0: my idea for the name of the restaurant was to call it Buffalo Nickel.
2: Oh, cute.
0: I was like, yeah. let's call this place Buffalo Nickel. But we're actually going to do a, a church Okay. okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but it's <laughs> going to
2: be union. Yeah. But they can do their own yeah. Off.
0: yeah. Yeah, I wanted to do I actually wanted to do like an American tavern. You know, yeah. like an old like an old tavern, but like all super American but done like chefed out. Yes. No no pretentious stuff, just like that's neat. really well done American. People would love that. Yeah, especially People out there. I think that. it would be. Cool. Yeah. So that's we're filing that one away for the right spot like we got to find the spot where it's going to fit
1: yeah but the, the old buildings are just it's just such the way to they're so cool man they yeah. they, they so
0: hard so the much more work is a lot more and, difficult, and but the, and but the maintenance great. like man oh, yeah. like the the church in in charleston is just like it's never ending yeah oh, every wow. time it's a high tide we're like all right we've got <laughs> issues <laughs> we got issues <laughs> hurricane yeah, we got, yeah. Right, we got a hurricane a high tide oh. too much wind and there's like something yes. happening yeah yes
2: yeah, we, uh, we, we get that. <laughs> you guys yeah. can relate. We we, we yes. can
0: relate. So, where are your thoughts on the new church thing? You're not gonna do a Supperland 2, too, are you? No, we're that we're we're are you there yet? On, You're not there. No, we
1: we're we're pretty close. Yeah, okay. that's what I you know I called you about. We're starting yeah. to do some R and D for, and yeah. I'll I'll let are our. You, are, Chief marketing. Are you officer. are able to discuss.
0: Yeah. At yes. this stage?
2: As, so very generally, we've um, told people it's steak and surf. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but um, and what I think is so beautiful about that umbrella concept is that you can go a lot of directions with mm-hmm. it. We want the um, the service style and the ambiance to very much feel like Supperland. Mm-hmm. Um, uh it's separately in style of dining we do this also at ever Andolo and haberdish is um, family style so uh-huh. it's really unique i think uh, you know a lot of places you order your food and you get it on a plate right. um, we um, in our concepts really love family style dining because there's a number of things but Um, We like people's bellies to be full at the end of the night. So for us, like the tapas small plates doesn't work quite as well Mm -hmm. um, for the concepts we've had so far. Anyway, we also like that when people are dining, they are sharing at the table and it creates a lot of community at the table. So you're sharing a meal instead of just being at the table around and enjoying your own separate experiences. Mm -hmm. It allows everybody kind of congregate together. And, you know, we see that across all our places, and we'll do that over at Leluia Hall as well. Ah, there um, it is. It's called Leluia Hall. <laughs> it's a play off the word alleluia or Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, so Leluia Hall is a steak and surf concept, and Jeff and our uh, executive chef, Chris Roginski, at Supperland are just in the throes of brainstorming. Figuring and it out. Yeah, uh, we, what does, you know, what does that mean, mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. And uh, we've got some buckets in there you know we know like there's the state component and you know as far as the surf we know there's going to be a raw bar component Mm -hmm. and and how to build from yeah
1: we also are kind of like so we have this overarching thing but we can make it whatever we want so Mm -hmm. let's magical yeah Yeah. so let's let's go ahead and and do that but it's supperland the the fire grill is such a big part of the ambiance and and what's going on in that space and it it like reaches out to you You feel the heat you know depending on where you're you're sitting in there and we wanted to have equally we couldn't put that in and nor would we want to do the same exact thing Uh, but there's just a cool little spot to kind of have a raw bar like popping popping stuff out to go you know along with it so we we kind of just embraced it having that energy um in the dining room mm-hmm. we thought would be really fun. So we're kinda, you know, a little juxtaposition of the fire and ice at the two, yeah. at the two places. And visually too, it's just gonna be a lot more refined. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very much on this um, kind of pre-Art Deco, right as Art Deco was emerging, um, kind of time frame with all our decor and what's going on over there. And you go in Supperland and the walls are raw. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't do, we actually just left them. Yeah. Um, and so. They're, you know, it's just dusty, you know, look at walls and we'll have a lot of very refined molding and um, mm. curves and um, really hard to do um, kind of pieces all around.
2: But I'm sure all you right. find like in, in these old spaces, one of the um, biggest treasures when you walk in the door is seeing one needs to just stay just the way yep. it is. Totally. And it's, it's, it's finding those pieces that then I think really allow the decor to come together mm-hmm. and... You know, at Supperland, the first time we walked in that door, I whispered to him, don't touch it. And I was talking about don't touch the walls, let's leave leave them because they're so beautiful just as they are. Um, And it's the same thing with this building. Um, It has more scars having been from 1915 as opposed to the Supperland building in 1950. So it's, you know, it's different. This one has like this gigantic mezzanine that reaches out that adds its share of of quirks. but you know, seeing what is beautiful, what needs to stay, and then yeah. what 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 can we cover over that you know, that has kind of been scarred over these years. But right um, on, I can't right wait on. to
0: see it. All right, cool. So that's exciting. About what's the name of the spot?
2: Leluya Hall. Leluya Hall. Leluia. And you nailed it on the first try. We did. We yeah. get it.
0: Leluya Hall. Yeah. When is your projected? At, like
1: why you know better than the ask know. that question well because, uh, <laughs> because because if you
0: put a time frame to it you'll, yeah. you'll get her done <laughs> right Right? You're like, well,
1: yeah I would say uh, you're not gonna hit it I'm interested no to we're, we're not gonna, gonna we're not gonna hit it
0: but I would say we're probably
1: nine to ten months out right now okay get, I
0: always give people a quarter I'm like we're shooting for quarter four well you were springing year. for we were
1: shooting for <laughs> the end of spring next year we're into summer yeah. next year right now okay. but once Really, we've just been super delayed getting our plans in, and mm-hmm. we've been doing more planning than normal, mm-hmm. and getting everything super, super dialed in. But we've already started ordering the long wait time stuff. Okay, so, um, so you which guys is are good. Getting so getting once there. we you're... start the construction, electrical is going to be pretty difficult, but the rest of stuff is going to go pretty quick.
0: Are you guys pretty much taking it down? Get- you're getting, re- you're gotten it out. It needs. Yes, we're gutting, rearranging. Because we're I mean,
1: we'll keep that, the,
2: the, the mezzanine will stay, but right. all of it kind of in the, needs to change up. And then the ceiling, it's been a drop ceiling. Okay. So we're going to take that out. One of the most beautiful elements of that space yeah. are the trusses in the ceiling. Uh-huh. I mean, I love that about it, they're so you know, beautiful. About the, our Charleston store. Yes. Is the,
1: Bit. The, yes. the bit, yeah. super super tall. And you'll see that when you walk in the front door of Supperland, you mm-hmm. walk in and you're just like yeah. greeted with this like you're it's Huge it's ethereal. Open. You have this like sense like you're just like something's yeah. bigger than I am. Mm-hmm. um I love that. and it's the ceiling.
0: Yeah, yep. <laughs> And it's the ceiling. <laughs> and the grill. Yeah. And the grill <laughs> and which and is and bigger and, than you are. <laughs> and the grill yeah that's yes. awesome yeah cool i i mean i guess you have to um, you know you got to start over when you have a you're going into a space that has been around for two decades you yes. know and has been a staple wine and food you know well, establishment in town like you gotta kind of start over right we
1: got we got a few things going on there one uh restaurants have changed so much in the last twenty years as yeah. as you go to redo your place yeah. you know we realized doing just redoing crepe Cellar and neverlow is when we opened Crepe Cellar, craft beer wasn't even a thing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and we evolved by bringing the taps from Growlers, you know, over yep. there and letting craft beer kind of be there. But when we opened it, it, it was, you do sell some Amstel and some Guinness and yeah. whatever. And you yeah. were, and you and some Stella yeah. and you were cool. Um, and then craft cocktails, you mm-hmm. know, weren't, weren't even a thing. We had bartenders that, you know, in training didn't know the difference between seltzer water and uh, tonic water. Yep. And, you know, you're doing all that training and now, right. It's like, oh, you want me to centrifuge the, yeah, no problem. Yeah, and no, it, they have like, all these like, it, like mo- this gear behind the bar. Yeah, exactly. like, what does yeah. that do? Is yeah. that a
0: time machine that you're yeah. working on there? <laughs> exactly.
1: Man. They got their molecular <laughs> yeah, kit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we're dealing with that. And then you, you deal with, look at how Charlotte's changed and, and even what how it's changing in the next year or two over there. Mm-hmm. We're going to have, um, you know, 30, 40-story buildings across the street. Wow. Um, with you know hundreds and hundreds of tenants and so it's it's going to be crazy so we're really trying to move the entrance kind of facing more south boulevard get it away from the the side entrance of the parking lot yep. and kind of um re- reconnect yeah. with the south end over there yeah
0: give it a, a face to the street kind of thing yeah,
1: I think we looked at that space as it's in the heart of Dilworth. Yeah. And really, it's one block off of South Boulevard Across and one block off of south East end. Boulevard. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah, it's, it's right in the mix of everything, mm-hmm. but it just never had that feel. And we still want it to be a neighborhood place, but um, just kind of bringing some more of that energy of the south end over there, I think, will will help.
2: Yes, it will be awesome. wild. And in, in, in two years' time, Caddy Corner from us is a 30 story building. Wow. You know? That's fun. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Nuts. I think it's fun. I think some people are very afraid of the the challenges that come, but we're in a, a gorgeous, growing city. Yeah. Like we wouldn't have it any other way, would right. we? Right. No.
0: I mean, it's I mean, the thing is, like, you have to embrace change, right? Like, Charlotte's not going to stay a small town forever. Like, it's a yeah. city, and it needs to be. You know, because mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Like we, we we need business. We need people. We need like in order for for everything to grow and be healthy like you need to have that influx of new ideas new people new you know um, how
1: how is it the with the juxtaposition of of your two places you get you got charleston which is a super small city Mm -hmm. but has this crazy amount of tourists Mm -hmm. and um and then you have here which is uh you know 10 times bigger as a city or five times whatever it is as a city but then but then we have no tourists. Yep. Like very, very slim. Yeah. And it and that juxtaposition. we I was talking to you know her twin sister about this mm-hmm. of they can't get restaurant reservations in Charleston. As a local, it's it's very right. difficult just to you know walk and go out to dinner. Yeah. Um it, and
0: it, it's tough. Uh, well to answer her question about the reservations, yeah. Make your reservations at five o'clock. You can right. get a table anywhere, anywhere at, right. five. at five it, o'clock. Yeah. At five. I can right. get a table today. At per se in New York at five o'clock. At five I'm o'clock. In. Yeah. If you're willing to eat. That's need, the same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think, and I like to tell people that because people are like, "Oh, it's so hard I to get can. in." I'm we're, like, "Well, stop trying to eat at seven thirty with everybody else."
1: We're we're going to La Bernadine in a few weeks. Yeah. At at five o'clock. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. And because you want to, but there's yeah. the, but you guys are going to be some yeah. of the only people in there. You're going to yeah. get great service. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be the first ones in the yeah, door. You guys will have yeah. a whole team of 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 servers yeah. and captains working on you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but so that's the secret there, right? It's just change change the time that you're willing to eat, and you get a reservation. But you're right, like we get packed out um, mm-hmm. down there. And the difference speaks to having the different the the concepts be slightly different, right? Like our menus are totally different. Our menu here is geared towards the clientele that we're used to having, right? Okay. It's a little yeah. more conservative environment here yeah even though our restaurant is not i mean we've got three we've got three steaks on our menu mm-hmm. you know like three beef steak right. options right mm-hmm. um a couple of fish and then like some other cool crafty stuff and in charleston it's totally different you know we have a lot more seafood we've got well, yeah yeah, well, yeah you know and, and and i think that's how we kind of play with that mm-hmm. we kind of figure out what is the environment that we're in and how you know how is what we're doing going to fit into that? Yep. Um, and that's, that's how we address it. But, but it's completely different.
1: Two, two totally different cultures. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, and you can feel it. Like the Charlotte, Charlotte Church and Union is like, it's a juggernaut. Like I go in there and it's like, it's just the energy is so high all day. Like lunch, brunch, dinner. <laughs> it's just like go, go, go all the time. And so we have to have a ton of staff. Right? Because we need to, like, change. You, you have to change. There's no, like, you know, sh- you don't do doubles. Like, people can't. You, you'll die if you do a double. Okay. There, right. Right? So like, you just run out shift. of gas. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, like, you have to have shift changes. You have to have a lot of staff. You have to have, like, to keep the energy up. Yeah. Right? To keep up with all the people because they're yeah. constantly coming through. Um, And, you know, here it's a little more controlled. You know? We have some open tables for walk-ins. We have, you right. Know, it's oh. a, yeah, so it's a little bit of a slower environment. So, you know, you just kind of roll with it.
2: Yep. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like
0: so the, the question. The question. What the is, question it? is it? The question was going to change everything. <laughs> no, no, it? no. We've,
2: we've enjoyed going down to Tempest. Um, mm-hmm. We went down yes. a while back, but he just went down there. Um, and it's, uh, you know, especially as we work to open a, you know, a new mm-hmm. place that's steak and surf, just really trying to get into the seafood thing. And what you guys have done down there is just, it's awesome. It's such yeah, a great little you. spot. And
0: I'm super yeah. proud of it. We're... We, I love that concept because it was one of those organic things, right? Like me and my partners were like the the space the space was becoming available next to Church and Union. Okay. And we love the market. You know, a lot of business owners down there are like, oh, the market's like, you know, tourist, it's like whatever. I'm like, but that's the history of Charleston oh, is there. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Like all these people are moving up to King Street or out to these like neighborhoods, and that's all fine and, and great. But, like, everything that Charleston, why it exists, happened at that corner. Right. Right? Like, yeah, the corner like where we're at. It's where it was all going that's down. That's where, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. For, for all of colonial United States yeah. was happening around that There's area. That, and exactly. those
1: are my first memories of Charleston, being a northerner, yeah. coming down here and going to Charleston. Like, you know, I'm walking with the tennis team and coaches. like, so this is the, the market. And you're like... Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, you're, yeah. and it's just like hits you in the face. You're right. Like, yeah, this is, you know. Yeah. what cobblestone
0: yeah. streets, yeah. like everything. Like you can almost mm-hmm. see, you can see the history there, right? Mm-hmm. So I love being down there. Yeah. Um, like when we first opened Tempest, there was a little bit of a shift. Like a lot of places were closing on the market, like restaurants, mm-hmm. and moving and just closing down. Other places were opening up on King Street or whatever. But our, pro, our thought process there is that it's all going to come back. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's like a trend, like everybody's like, right. Oh, this is the cool spot. Like let's open bars. Well, especially here. when yes. you
1: open two cool restaurants down like right. Next door to, right. trying, of yeah. course it's going to come back. And that That's was important. part
0: of our plan is like, do yeah. we want to, do we want to invest in this corner or do we want to open another restaurant three or four blocks from here in another neighborhood? Yeah, of course we want to invest in our neighborhood. Like let's yeah. put another cool spot here to bring the people, yeah. you know, people are like, aren't you going to cannibalize your own business? I'm like no that's
2: exactly what people would say to us about nota right we have four places in nota and yeah. people are always like, like what another one 100 what are yards you of doing? each other almost, <laughs> right, right? like they're, they're all they're almost right, all next they're on the to same each block. other <laughs> yeah. yeah they're on the same block but it's that same approach you know danny myers took that same mm-hmm. approach up in new york too it's you you go in and then you go all in and you go all in and all it's a of a sudden mass. there's exactly there's people and there there are people there and then it's 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 safer for employees it's a, a better fit when somebody comes out to dinner, they have options when mm-hmm. they come and people want to come back and they start yep. thinking of it as an area to go to. Yep. Um, that, we know, 100% were we down did. with that.
0: And and so the way, the way we came up with it, we're like, okay, cool. So we're all in on this this building because we also love the church, you know? So mm-hmm. we're in, Tempest is actually in the boarding house, right? So that right. was the boarding house for sailors, okay. for, the, for the merchant marines. And then Church and Union is in the, no, the in the actual church, okay. yep. and so we we're like, oh, that how awesome is that connection, right? Absolutely. Okay, so yes. let's do this. What's the concept? And my partners were asked me. They're like, well, what do you want? Like, what do you want to do? Like, what kind of food do you want to do? Yeah. And being in Charleston, you know, I'm like, well, we have to do seafood, right? right. Like, like there's a there's a market here that I don't I didn't feel was being tapped into. Um, you know, you go to you go to raw bars and there's oysters from. Washington right. and Prince Edward Island <laughs> yeah. and whatever and I was like, but we're in char like yeah. look around you, right? Yeah. Like is this yeah. massive right. fishing thing going on. And so, you know, and there's like, you know, there's halibut from from Alaska yeah. on menus yeah. and I'm like, this doesn't make sense to me. Right. 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 The whole sustainable part of my ethos yeah. was like, we need to tap into this market. Right. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to do a seafood restaurant. Great. So yeah. we started off there. And then it led to, like, well, how are we going to be different? Right? Like, how are we going to do something that hasn't been done or that isn't everywhere? Yes. And um, so I thought about, like, those clam banks and the, mm. you know, that you would go to or like the, the oyster roasts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, how do we do this, but inside of our restaurant? Yeah. And that's when we found mm-hmm. that charcoal oven, mm-hmm. the Mibrasa oven, which is amazing. That piece of gear is like, no joke. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's hot. It cooks with coal, so it's like it's a more subtle smoke than wood, mm-hmm. okay um, so it works great for seafood and shellfish and I was like, so we we'll do we'll do like a like a clam bake in our restaurant, you know, using all stuff locally, and that's kind of how we jumped off from there so mm-hmm. um, I, lo- I love that place it's so much fun
2: yeah, it is so much fun and I-, I wanted to ask you too about um like you've always been really into the sourcing and the farming mm-hmm. of of products is that something that's still very much part of what you do and yeah. and and i'm also curious about like if the relationships between farmers and restaurants are changing or if you see anything there that, that yeah. feels different
0: yeah i mean it's a little different so it's, it's a little it's a little different now i'm still super into it you know i think i try to i try to teach that to my chefs. so that's a lot of what i'm doing now is like that connection to your community through the food and the agriculture is so important for the health of everything, right? That's sustainability, right? Taking care of the farmers who are growing the food helps to you know, strengthen the community those people need. you know, And not only that, the food is better. Fresh food for sure. tastes better because it's healthier. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something there. I haven't, I've talked about this before, and I'm not, I'm convinced that healthy food that's nutritious tastes better there's a connection between the I like this this the, feels good the, and yeah and, and yeah. your brain like reacts differently like, the food yeah, that brain nourishes is, it yeah. right because when i started like really diving into the whole you know chef farm to table all that sustainability um, and started eating that way and like sourcing that way my approach to food changed i think my health changed you know everything started to kind of change so I'm super all in on it. I mean, we opened a farm, for God's sake. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I started farming. So, uh, so yes. are
1: you still still doing the farm? No. So we sold the okay. farm.
0: We sold the farm um, in December of, I think it was 2020. So at, as, as a result of the pandemic, we closed all the restaurants. My restaurants were the main purchaser of our, of our products. Okay. So we were growing for the restaurants. We would drive down to Charleston once a week and drop off just like crates of stuff. Yeah. And the great thing about that like how was How many that acres did you have? We had six acres, but we were growing on about a half acre of it, vegetables. Okay. And then we had about another acre with chickens and okay. like a laying flock and stuff. Yeah. So so we were kind of trying to do the whole sustainable thing there. We learned so much about the products, the seasons, like just, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. it opened oh, up a whole, yeah, it's, a it's, it's, whole it's, Pandora's it's, box of stuff where I'm just, I'm just... That's a whole other industry. Yeah, yes. totally. And, I, and I'm still... Super interested in it. And we yeah. will get back to growing on some level, but it'll, it won't be like quite like that. So the problem there was that um, when we closed the pandemic, you know, we had nowhere to sell the, the products. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the mortgage and everything on the land where we like people were just itching for land. Right. We had six acres and like. Thirty minutes from Charlotte, and perfect. We're like, okay,
2: yeah.
1: yep.
0: cash rich yeah. or, or restaurant rich, also, cash
1: poor. You're also like, we have a pandemic. Yeah, um, yeah like, yeah, like so all all cash. of our
0: restaurants are closed. I have no cash. Yeah, like all my cash is tied up in these restaurants. It's like, a, it's how,
1: amazing when you're not open how fast the oh. cash. Because I thought we were in a good financial position, uh-huh. like when yeah when the pandemic was coming, yeah. and I, I kind of you know had an idea of, I think a few weeks earlier than. A lot of other people, I was bracing for it, mm-hmm. trying to hold on to cash, and then it was like, I thought this would last. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. When you're we suffered from, people,
0: from that, too. When you're paying people and you yep. don't have any revenue coming in, it, it's... It goes so fast. And, you know, and Corey and I didn't... I mean, we didn't have any cash to begin with. Like, everything... Like, all of ours is in cash flow. It's right. all it's all in flow from the restaurants. Mm-hmm. So, when that stopped, we were like, uh... And... and and the thing that really scared me we, was we put ourselves on unemployment. We fired yeah. ourselves. Did like, you? For a while. Oh, yeah. did you? We fired ourselves. Yeah, we just stopped paying ourselves. I was like, well, I don't know what else to do. Just stop. Do stop. Yeah, I was like, yeah. just stop paying yeah. ourselves. I don't know. We yeah. actually ended up all moving in together. So all of our fa- so me Patrick and Alejandro and our fan like we yeah. rented we rented a house on Isle of Palm because because oh. all the the vacation market dried up because everybody was it. terrified. Yeah. So we got a year lease on like a and five everybody bed. Moved in we just oh all moved gosh. in and we're like,
1: let's hunker down. Were, were you cooking for everybody?
0: Every day? Yeah, no, that's a good deal. Yeah, I, I was cooking for them. That's a good <laughs> deal I was for like, them. Yeah, I was like, you guys shop and I'll just keep us living. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So um, that they was
2: did wh- better than us. <laughs> I was yeah, the I was, was yeah, one who was cooking. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't as much of a treat as yeah. if you were. I cooking. don't cook at home anymore. I'm like I'm <laughs> done with that. I did that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was fun. But so we sold the we sold the property. You know, um, to have just like a little, we didn't know if we, you know, you guys probably did this too. You're like, is this it? Are we done? Right. Is this it? Yeah. Do we start over? How do we start over? Mm -hmm. Like, and so, so we sold the farm to kind of get that little chunk of money to whatever. Like, do we need it to reopen? Do we need it for whatever? So that's what happened to the farm. Yeah. We'll get back to it what a great great experience it was an awesome we were out there we were out there i think for three years the first year was just kind of like figuring out like how we'll do anything everything sammy um coingsburg from newtown farm who was like our farm mentor came out and really helped lay out like how we would set it up How what equipment do you need how do we do what we do and um and we grew for two seasons out there, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. That's, you know? that's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. And the coolest part was that the inspiration that it fed to the team by just, like, showing up. And our stuff was, like, nice. You know, yeah. I'll give myself a little back. Like, I, I took a lot of like Like, I didn't I didn't bunch things that weren't, like, nice. Nice. Yeah. You know, like, right. I pull out a bunch of carrots. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I right. want to cook with that. Yeah. And, like, and if it wasn't, they went to the chickens. I was like, nah. If it's blemished, like anything that was blemished or not, like so my chefs were getting like pristine, like beautiful stuff to work with and they had no say in it. I just roll in and be this, like, this Boom, is what you're making. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, here you I go, like what you gonna do? And they're like and they would just like it'd be like Christmas. They'd start digging through the bins, looking for what's in there. That's a lot so of cool. fun. That is fun. Love yeah. it.
2: And it does give you so so much more appreciation for the food. The idea mm-hmm. of pulling it out of the ground yeah. and you have this thing, like don't ruin it.
0: Right. A hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? And that's so much my approach now is like Mm. a lot of the younger chefs are a lot more creative. It goes with the whole like molecular gastronomy thing. Like people are just, they're really dissecting layers of of cuisine these days that I don't, I mean, that's so far beyond me. I can't even, I'm like, what? I don't know how it works. So my cooking has taken a shift more towards simplicity, which is really hard. Like it's hard to make things amazing. When your you're not hiding day day day. behind so, so this is, the stuff, if, right? This is my goes to your whole your whole thing with well, your
1: service. Well, this is, and this is the whole thing now with our kitchen team that I've kind of been preaching on. Is we, we've gotten to the point that we have a lot of really good cooks and they can mm-hmm. cook you a great meal. But mm-hmm. um, and everybody can you know salt things correctly and and do those things. But I'm just done with the putting hot sauce and. Bacon and all these like big flavors and stuff, right. instead of delicately building the flavors yep. layer by layer yep. and and building this stuff up and having finesse and keeping things simple and that's what you know everondolo. There's so many dishes over there that's you know a pure Italian. There's two three ingredients mm-hmm. and that's it yep. in the dish and I love so that. yeah it's it's great and it's actually really really hard. Yes, like you it's have, hard to cook that way. It, it's really hard. It's really hard to. It's it's not that hard if, if you came over to the house and mm-hmm. I'm just cooking for you. Right. Yeah, we're have, we're having like a meal together. And we, and we have a meal together and yeah, the pasta water's salted perfectly and it, yep. you know, you don't have to worry about it. But yeah, when you're to do it consistently it's, it's when you're for three hours in in uh, of a full dining room and you have in you're just dumping water in your pasta thing and <laughs> dump a pot and you're trying to keep up it, it, it gets it gets really hard. Yeah. Do you guys um, have a pasta cooker over there? Yeah, and they keep breaking. It's re- really re- it's really frustrating. But. Yeah that's um, a tough one We are like our main our main
0: piece of equipment because just die so,
1: last, last <laughs> week we had reservations for the family at five yep. to, to go over to Everondolo and we were gonna we were gonna eat dinner and at noon the, the pasta cooker had broken and, and we next Yeah, and it was supposed to be there and then we got noticed that it was like held up so Wasn't was gonna like make it. Fill up the pots. So, yeah, <laughs> Here so, we so, so, yeah, so we got induction, you know, set yep. up, and they're they're you know making do. And yeah. I was like, I'm like Jamie, we can't come in. Like we can't start yeah. their night off with yeah. the five of us, no you know, way. eating. Yeah. And I know my kids would just be like pasta, please, pasta, please. So yeah. skipped out on that. And then the <laughs> next night, so then so like okay, we'll go, we'll we'll leave them be for the weekend. So yeah. we're like, we'll go to Supperland at five three o'clock, they started the fire too fast in the uh, wood fire grill, and the Ansel system goes off. Oh, and, no. and with the wood, it's it's a lot better than the foam. Okay. It's just water and okay. um, this oh, stuff. Oh, in that particular, particular Ansel? In is that just, one. It's okay, just it's water and thing. what they call surfactant, okay. which is really soap. Uh-huh. So it's water and soap yep. shooting down, but nobody knew how to turn it off. So we have just <laughs> water, and then we have a kitchen downstairs. So we have all this water going, it's you know, down, like, just, like like, like it, down. It's, it's kind and, of funny and, now. And um, so I go over there and, you know, of course, everybody wants to close. And, yeah. I go, and I'm like going through the list of, well, like what do we need to open and, and um, we ended up you know, fighting through. The wood guy was still in the neighborhood, so we were able to take all the wood that got wet that was underneath the grill yeah, out, out, and he traded it out with his truck. Oh, nice. And then he went and picked up another load to you know, yeah, fill, fill it it the up the rest of the people. But um, yes, yeah, so we were able to like kind of kind of fight through, but I was like, well, we can't eat here tonight. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like, we so can't do like, that. That's I'm, so bad. <laughs> people are like, yeah. do you <laughs> eat at your restaurants a lot? Well, I was like, we try. Yeah, we try, too. It just depends <laughs> on what's going on. Just,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we, we eat in our restaurants a lot, and I think a lot of that is about – it's about um, auditing and just making sure that, like, we're doing what we're supposed to do, and, you know, we can give feedback. We can give whatever. We try to be – I mean, we try to be easy. Like, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, right. like, yeah, yeah. I'm not there to, like, bust people's chops and, like – And I try know. not to do it during the shift either. Yeah. It's yeah. more – Early, and and all,
1: yeah. all the chefs know. They're like, at, at the end of the night, they're like, how was your dinner? Or the next morning, they'll be like, hey, you guys, you got your notes from dinner last night? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And we, we always send like a, we have like an audit thing, like just like a format that we do where we just kind of like grade everything, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, hey, this is, what, this is what we think. And then, you know, if there's like clear notes like, hey, our seasoning's way off, we need to, like, we need to fix this. This right. is not correct. Yeah. Or whatever. We can, we can address it without, you know, I'm not trying to get people all anxietyed out and like
2: No, I think what's that's probably one of the best things any one of us can do who are trying to lead a restaurant group is to is to step back and not mm-hmm. be a micromanager and be there all the time because right. then people have this feeling of walking on eggshells and mm-hmm. nobody can perform a service well feeling right. nervous. Right. So allowing um, you know our front of house staff and managers to run that place and and the kitchen to run mm-hmm. that place the best that they can. You know, we have to audit, as you're saying, mm-hmm. being there, checking in on it, but um, you have to let that go and you have to trust that they're doing it. And yes, yeah. give them feedback, but allowing them to shine and to, to grow, then you can move on to other things like mm-hmm. opening up a restaurant out in Colorado. Yeah, it's you gonna know? be fun. Yes, <laughs> it will
0: be. It's gonna be fun, it's a lot of needs. Was there something
1: about a pizza place you Yeah,
0: too? pizza is my jam right now. So we're doing, Ophelia's, so, yeah. Is okay. that? Yes. Ophelia's okay. is going to open in, in Nashville sometime early next year. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Maybe, so maybe. What's Q1? the date? Can you give yeah. me the exact? I'm going, date? To say, I'm going to say. I'm going to say late Q1. Okay. Okay. Ish. Right. Late Q1. Ish. I love yeah, when yes. you do
1: like Q. Like nobody knows what that yeah. is. Yeah. So yes. first quarter. Sometimes.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we're in construction right now, which is good. Um, the process of getting things passed was very slow and difficult, but we're ready to go. It is going to be, it's kind of like a, it's a pizza bar is what we're calling it. Okay. So it's like a craft cocktail bar with like Neapolitan Delicious style pizza. pizza. And
1: so all all in on the Neapolitan?
0: Yeah, I think my dough is is that style, but yeah. I, I think I'm going to do a Roman style pizza feature every day. Okay. So we'll do like one, like the sheet pan thick mm-hmm. yeah. focaccia style Fun. pizza and we'll, we'll have like it because I kind of like that a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, right, Some right, people right. hate it. They're like, oh, it's too much bread. And I'm like, yeah, but to me, that's what the pizza is. Yeah. It's not about the topping. Especially it's when about a, the there's crust. Some, there's some oil underneath yeah, it. Yeah, and it's yeah, like it's, herby. It's, it's, and like, yeah. oh, man. So I, I think I'm going to do that. I don't know. We're, we're, we're flushing it out. Okay. Um, and what You got your ovens picked out? And... So we're, our ovens got picked for us because we're in a high rise. Uh-huh. And we cannot have a hood
2: Okay. Okay. There's but no you can do direct vent. We have and, a direct
0: vent electric uh, pizza oven. Okay. Um, I think it's called it's called Pizza Pro, I think. Okay. Um, but it's a it's a thin deck deck style oven with a built-in. Okay. Uh, so scrubber.
1: we 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 have a huge pizza oven uh-huh. at, at Supperland okay. as well, but we don't cook pizza in it. Yeah. We just use it, Is it as, to, as, a, as a. deck. We, we had no no electricity, no gas up in the upstairs pretty mm-hmm. kitchen
0: it's all just wood up mm-hmm. there so gotcha um, cool but yeah so that's the oven we're going to use by default because we just mm-hmm. can't do anything yeah. else but from what i'm reading and seeing about them is they work very efficiently like they work good yeah you know we won't get the we won't get smokiness or any of that kind of live fire thing going on with it which yeah. is fine yeah i don't think we need to yeah you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and you know it's funny we you know we were gonna do small plates there. We were gonna do like just small kind of New American stuff. But as we started flushing out the concept, we we're like, you know, we we still can't have a full hood. So like, how much how can, we can we do? You, we're gonna end up yeah. doing like a lot of raw like sashimi stuff yeah. and like. And I'm like, you we
1: know. still need to prep all the Being other we, stuff somewhere to go with. Right. The, you know that exactly.
0: Stuff. So so the idea of like, what can we do in volume, and can we mm. do well? without having a hood, right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, pizza, I mean, we can do, I mean, the sky's the limit. Like, once right. you get your dough yes. figured out, yes. you can go wherever you want to go with it. Yes. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I'm at now. So I got the dough figured out, um, love it. So which I've been working on for about four months. Okay. Like, poor Corey is like, she's like, I don't want pizza anymore, please. Yes. Like, <laughs> and there's always dough, like, bubbling on the counter, or like, there's stuff. Did, at, did, did, did you ever starter. look at
1: the uh, Nathan Mirwald pizza you know, no. so a- after they did the modernist cuisine, uh-huh. they did the same kind of compendium on pizza. So oh, it's no four, way. it's oh, four God. or five, but you know, the four hundred, five hundred dollars set, four yeah. or five gigantic books, it and it's just on pizza. Oh, so it's God. I'm it's go down that rabbit. A- hole. A- absolutely, right, I'll yeah. check in
0: with you guys in like a month. I'm gonna yeah. dive we, in. We could and... go Habsies
1: on it. Yeah, yeah. you don't <laughs> have it. I don't have it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll have. to. So, <laughs> I mean, so spending four hundred bucks on on
0: books yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, it's, but it's I'm opening a lot. Our pizza restaurant. I kind of have. to. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's an expense, right? I yeah, can write it off. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> write, I'll write it off. It's it. educational. Yeah, um, yeah. So, the, so the dough's been a long process. Um, I did want to do like a napolitano style thing, but now I'm starting to. Sh- so, Adam, right? Who's like, he, he's been with me for a decade? He's my VP of culinary, so he's okay. like the new chef in charge of things. Yeah, um, and. He, we we've been working on this concept for months and the new chef's table came out on pizza Okay. So, have you guys heard? Of I haven't. That? Okay, I haven't check seen. it out. Okay. Well, so he's yeah. like, "Hey, chef, did you see the new chef's table?" I'm like, "What is it now?" He's like, "It's pizza." I'm like, "God damn it!" <laughs> oh, no. So I so I dive in right and like yeah. I consume that stuff. Yeah. Right. Like I'm just like, oh, I can't stop watching. Now so, we know what we're doing tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, yeah. yeah. So there no you guys plans. are set. There's only I think eight episodes. So that's not too oh. bad. That's, that's, that's only like four hours that's or that's something. Right. It'll take us two weeks. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And so so I started diving into that, and now. I'm, it's like inspiring kind of some new ideas about where I want to go with it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, do we want to be a traditional pizza shop, right? Or do we want to do we want to kind of do what we do and be playful with it? Have your staples that people know are there, right? Your your pepperoni soprasata thing, and you've got your you know artichoke and arugula thing, and then and then do we want to do like some wild stuff like a you know hamachi crudo pizza, right? right. Like right. right up your Whoa, alley. Right? Yeah. like I'm like, holy smokes. Yeah. This is about to get wild.
2: Oh, I think yeah. that but that is the only way for the industry to advance and for you to advance food yeah. in general is by right. doing things differently. And right. doing something like that. Like mm-hmm. nobody's expecting it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even expecting it. I'm like, I don't even know if it'll work. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, know but either. But that's like, the beauty I don't know of what I it, think right? About it. It's
0: like it is like those ideas start and you're yeah. like, All right, well let's start like we gotta make some dough. <laughs> like let's yeah. make some dough yeah. and start and start playing. Yeah, you know, and that's the fun part for me is the playing right. with your food. I love yep. it. Like let's figure it out. Yep. Which is what you guys are probably doing now.
1: That's we are we haven't gotten to the the, play make, stage. the, the making yet. Okay. Um, I was my, just
2: saying to him yesterday, you guys got to get some dates we, on the calendar to we, just start we, playing. We, <laughs> yeah, we
1: we got to we got to start doing that. Chef just had surgery on his foot, so he's uh, a little bit out from the cooking stuff. So yeah. he's in the eating phase and okay. and <laughs> not being able to walk is just not not a good phase but yeah um but he he's at least you know we get him out. Yeah. And, <laughs> get him out, get the taste buds working hard. Yeah, eg- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we haven't quite gotten to the you know, I, I think we, we have some dishes, but we'll start running some specials like kinda hidden mm-hmm. throughout, even if it's just a garnish that we need and, yeah. and that kind of stuff and, and start putting people on different projects.
0: I think I wanna do a pop up for the for Ophelia's I think I wanna like I wanna like in each location, like I'll yeah. utilize the market here. You know, we'll do like a pop up at Church and well, Union, hey, and do like the Ophelia. If Ophelias. you want
2: to use our grill at yeah. um, Supperland yeah, on a Monday night, say, it's
1: be fun. If, m- Monday night, if you want to cook some pizza over there, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I mean, great. if you just want to just like the cook oven. some pizza, I'll come over. I like pizza. I like I like I like pizza. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been, totally. been working on a, a gluten free um, for the kids. They've, they've been I,
2: I'm asking for it, so we got a We need to talk about that. Okay,
0: because that's got to be interesting to navigate. Yeah. Are, are, yes. you, are you just, just oh, gluten-free? No. No. Wow. No. Yeah, you, I, I, I remember when you asked for allergies, yes. and I was like, so. Yeah, Jamie's <laughs> not coming. That's why I was asking, because exactly. I remember that you had, like, I'm very. I'm
2: embarrassed sometimes to go to places. Like, for instance, I have not been to Leah and Louise, and I feel so ashamed that I have not been there. And it's because I'm. Ashamed to go and have so many issues with my diet. Right. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to be that girl. You don't want to be like,
0: so I can basically only have like vegetables that aren't cooked in this. <laughs> and like, I've, oh, yeah. I've
2: definitely been able to eat a lot more as time has gone on, but I oh, got very sick about four years ago and I changed my diet entirely and am so grateful that I have found these very unique answers. Um, there are a lot of, you know, fringe. Theories out there on how food can help us heal from a lot of different autoimmune mm-hmm. disorders and diseases, and um, but yeah, I, I eat entirely grain-free and wow. dairy-free, um, gluten-free. Um, <laughs> she still manages and though. I
1: sometimes sugar. when I, you see her plates that she makes for herself yeah. at lunch I mean, or dinner, board. I mean, like I'm
2: better than anybody. Like I swear <laughs> yeah. to you, I, <laughs> I will give the award to me yeah. because I am meticulous about my food and yeah. I. Um, I make everything homemade. I cook so much, um, at home, but it's it's all vegetables and meat or vegetables and seafood. Yeah. And um so I get to eat a lot because it's all vegetables. Yeah. But I love it. For me, for my body, it yeah. has worked tremendously well. Um, it goes with that theory of of grain brain or breadhead, if you read, mm-hmm. those are two books that talk about it. Just what grains are doing to our brains themselves, physically, and not everybody. <laughs> it doesn't impact everybody, but it impacts Ooh. a lot of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think people who have autoimmune issues in their family, it's something to watch and be mindful of to to stop things like MS or. Um, mm-hmm. ADD, ADHD, or um, dementia, Alzheimer's—any of those. A lot um, of simple
1: things too, like eczema and those yeah. kind of
0: things. Yeah. Get so. Cleared up I mean, you before. are what you eat, right? Like, like what you eat. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's yeah. it's and you know, I like to eat that way, um, anyways. Like I'm a protein, I'm a protein and vegetable guy. Like that's always been my like that's why we partly why I was so into doing the farm. Mm-hmm. I had always been a vegetable cook in New York. Like that was the station that was my intro into fine dining. Even though I cooked, I was a sauce. Yeah, I did all these other things and I trained in those stations. But, like, vegetables was my, always my That's thing. Yeah. That's my jam. So, like, Absolutely. I just enjoy that. You know, yeah. I like to eat very simply, like, and it goes, speaks to the whole healthiness of the food. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you don't have to, like, mask it in cream and right. butter and all this other stuff if you've got really nice stuff, stuff. to start with. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you've got beautiful leeks... There's not a whole lot you got to do with it. them. don't need to do it. Right. Yeah.
2: One of my favorite dishes at Supperland. Rinse Supper the dirt Land. out of them. Like, yeah, if you do yeah, that, you're, you're a winning.
0: You're, you're winning. Winning. Put a little salt. It, it, you know? Salt, like, a little bit of olive Yeah, throw them on the grill and you're there. Yep. Yeah. You One made it. One of my <laughs> uh,
2: favorite dishes at Supperland um, is a dish that was inspired by something that we make almost every week. Uh, particularly at that time, I was making it probably twice a week. <laughs> but it only has three ingredients, and it's our, it's our onions. So get that when you go tonight. Okay. But um, it's got onions, olive oil, and salt, and that's it. Awesome. And they are just, it's all about the that's, cook. You know, yeah. you cook it um, at a real high temperature at first, and then you let it sit. And um, it, to me, as a dinner at Supperland is not dinner at Supperland without those onions because okay. of the flavor that it adds to any dish that you have. You just put a little bit of that too with it, and it just is it's so creamy, it melts in your mouth. It's just awesome. it's delicious, so.
0: Cool.
1: Comfy onions, almost with just like char on top. I love it.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah. I love that. And like the smoke and stuff in like live fire adds such a character to to Mm -hmm. to food. And it's a finicky, it's a Mm -hmm. finicky lady. The fire is like it's a hard, it's a hard um, technique to to master. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there is mastering of it actually. No, you. you, I think you're kind of always.
2: You gotta stay on your toes.
0: Yeah. Uh, I had to I had to work a wood fired grill at um, at Oriole in New York, with uh, when I worked for Charlie Palmer, and that man. I mean, we were busy. In the gr- so, I it's so hot. Yeah, busy, right? it's, it's 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 rough. Um, yeah, you really got to you got you got to be focused and you got to be um, connected to what you're doing. Yeah, um, because it changes, right? Like the hot spot on a on a wood fired grill isn't the same like it is. You know, on a on a plancha or like a flat top, right? You're like, oh, that's my hot spot over there. Right. You're like, it's always the hot spot. <laughs> on a grill, it's like, what's going on Where in this yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah you got to just be aware of of what's happening at all the time and and what you're cooking and all that kind of man. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so glad you're here to go. Yeah, me too. So I'm excited. excited. Thank you're, you. You'll, you'll have fun. Uh, what else we need to talk about? We've been going for a bit, minute. We all got stuff to do. Is there anything else that you guys want to cover for our people?
1: No, mm-hmm. I just I just love how grown up you guys
0: are. Like, you guys have an office. Yeah. People are so surprised. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, you guys have an office. We all work from our couches. We were yeah. like, we're not real yet. We're I not know. a real restaurant group, I don't think.
0: Well, we started the offices just recently. Uh, well, not recently. It's been a few years. But as we've grown, like, we have to have, like, we have, like, accountants now. Like, okay. we have HR. Right. That's, like, a thing that we have. Yeah. Which we never had early yes. on. We were just kind of, like, putting these things together. So... We had to kind of centralize a little bit. How
2: many locations do you have? I know you've got We've got
0: five currently.
2: Five. So okay. Ophelia's
0: will be six. Okay. And Denver will be seven. Okay, okay, that's seven. So okay. we're working on the two church
2: and unions there and in Charleston.
0: Yep. Okay. And Nashville.
2: And Nashville. Yeah. Okay. So we
0: got the three church and unions. We have LaBelle Helene. Yep. Which yep. was the one that oh, fell in our recently. lap. Right. Yeah. Right. That so was our got, like surprise. Take this one. Yeah, yeah. Surprise like, God, baby. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> But I mean, but it's everything that I wanted, it's right? Crazy. Like, I came you up in French brasseries. I was like, okay, yeah. we're doing this no matter what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. It might kill me, but we're doing it. Yeah. And it's been amazing. I mean, yeah, it's it's just such a love. cool space. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Beautiful. And it was like... we didn't have to, It's next door. It was already it's, built. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. We just had to, like, walk in and, like, figure out what we wanted to do, which mm-hmm. was amazing. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're loving that. And then Tempest. And Tempest, So yeah. that's our... Okay, that's I love our, it. Yeah. It's going... Well You're listen, great. thank you guys for sharing your story. Thank you. I love what you guys are doing. I love you guys. Thank you guys you. are awesome. Keep doing it. Um I can't wait to see what happens in Dilworth. It's going to be Us fun. Too. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on it and yeah. then um and let's circle back in like a year. I and, love s- it. and like have a little like And we'll talk about where all are, the restaurants uh,
1: that aren't quite open yeah. yet.
2: <laughs> like where are we? What are Did we doing? you get anywhere
0: past <laughs> Yeah, right? I'm hope I mean it's crazy how are you guys Are you guys actively trying to grow, grow, or is it just like
1: we We have a, it's kind of a commitment to the staff. Of mm-hmm. If we're not adding restaurants and growing and grow. doing Stock. stuff, then exactly that. you can't just sit yep. there and wait for your exec chef to die to get an exec chef. Right. right. Yeah. So, exactly. And we don't well, want to. And you've put, got talent coming up. It's like and we we want to keep putting resources and money and education and all this stuff towards people and let them grow and and you know be awesome yeah and then why we, why do we want to do that just to, to lose them so it, right. it is a we're trying to grow trying to grow our people trying to yeah. get better and yeah so we have that going we have another space that we're possibly looking at so we're we're gonna we're gonna keep keep going and, and yeah keep keep the staff going until until they say they're they're done we're we'll, mm-hmm. yeah just keep Keep filling it
0: up. I love yeah. it. Well, you guys are doing an awesome job for the industry too in you so your company you. culture and stuff. So keep going. You know, yeah. like you got in order to change, change what we're doing right for the better. You got to grow it. You can like yeah. one restaurant isn't going to change anything. Right. You know, maybe some yes, experiences for individuals, but not the right. industry as a whole. So. And what
2: you guys have done, you know, just looking at like your 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 tip the kitchen program, mm-hmm. how different that is. Mm-hmm. I think those are the things that. Everybody in this industry, because the the industry has changed so much and the expectations are so high across the board that um, we have to think about things differently. Mm -hmm. So doing something like tip the kitchen or, you know, bringing people up to a living wage or, um, you know, doing different types of insurance programs or healthful things for staff or whatever it is that, you know, that kind of stuff. Looking at it differently is how this industry will still stay alive.
0: 100%. I love it. Love it, man. Thank you, guys. Cool. Thank you. All right.